Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. We give you praise for this awesome privilege of sharing your word, of expounding your word to your people. Lord, I ask today that even as I continue to teach on how to know your will, Lord, that you open our hearts, Lord. Open our hearts to be able to comprehend that which you want us to comprehend. Help us, Lord, to understand your will in our lives and upon the earth. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, um, I started teaching last week about um, knowing the will of God. So, I'm just going to continue today. Now, I when I was checking my um, my notes earlier today, I found out that, you know, that there's a lot um, I did not say last week. So, this week I'm, I'm going to rush because I want to finish it, um, this topic, within the next um, broadcast that I'm going to do. So, I want you to pay um, apt, uh, uh, rapt attention to what I'm going to say. And as always, I always tell you, um, take, a, take a notebook and a pen or whatever you use to jot, you know. And just note this, the, uh, uh, you know, and just note what I'm going to be saying, you know, so that you can go back and do your studies. Okay, so let's go. Let's read uh, our anchor scripture, knowing the will of God. Ephesians chapter five. <clears throat> Ephesians chapter five, from verse fifteen, it says, "Look carefully, then." How you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So, we established last week that. God is saying that the way to be wise, right, is to understand His will. Wise living is understanding the will of God. And the antidote to foolishness is um, understanding God's will. Now, um, 1, John chapter, 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. Okay. 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. It says, 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. Okay, it says, And the world passeth away, and the lost thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. You see, now, so you see, the, the Bible has established for us that 
for us to live wise you know for us to be wise in this world for us to to maximize our living you know for us to live um to live wise life we are we have to have an understanding of the will of god for us to um for us to um um to live good lives to live lives that you know that are devoid of foolish decisions for us to be able to make wise decisions we have to have an understanding of god's will now then it now says in first john that um that the world you know and its desires passes away but he who does the will of god abides forever that means the one thing that matters in this life is doing the will of god that means in our lives you know um whatever we are doing outside of god's will will pass away oh lord that's a powerful statement right there that means whatever we are doing that is outside of god's will in our lives in the world it will amount to nothing oh hallelujah i need to write that down myself whatever i'm doing whatever we are doing in our lives in the world that is outside of god's will it will not amount to anything because he said look at it first john chapter 2 verse 17 and the world passeth away and they lost thereof but he that doeth the will of god abideth forever whatever you are going to do in this world however you are going to live in this world if you want it to last if you want it to amount to something it must be in line with the will of god it must be the will of god for your life you know um while thinking right i got to think of how many things we do that are not the will of god you know especially in our day where um we just want to follow the money you know we, you know we just want to follow where the money is want to follow where we are going to get fame want to follow where we are going to be recognized want to follow where where there is enjoyment you know so to speak how many times have you been faced with a decision and you asked lord what is your will you know i was reading the life of jesus i mean you could see it littered all through the book of john jesus said several times that he came to do the will of god i mean that's what he said in fact um you know um why praying you know one of the reasons why i chose to teach this topic was that a lot of a lot of times um when we are faced with um with, with a mountainous um problem or maybe when we are faced with a difficult um, decision to make and we don't know what to do you know the first thing we often say you know is okay um let god's will be done you know but i discovered that a lot of times when we are saying um let god's will be done we are just saying um we are just um it's just a way of saying okay i've given up on this situation that's how that's so so most times we're not praying it in faith right but the person who prayed that in the scriptures that we have is jesus 
And when Jesus was praying that, Jesus prayed it in faith, knowing what he was saying. I think we should look at that scripture. Um, um, Matthew, the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 26. This was when Jesus um, was about to go um, to the cross. Matthew chapter 26. Hallelujah. Matthew 26. Alright. Okay. Matthew 26 verse, I will read from verse 38. You know, I'll just have a long reading. Okay. Alright. So, um, okay, let, let me read from verse 36. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and said unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep. <laughs> and saith unto Peter, What? Could he not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that he enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And he went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O oh my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. Hallelujah. So you see, see where, see where we often say, let thy will be done. He said, he went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O oh my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. So you see, Jesus knew exactly what this cup was. So, when Jesus was saying, Thy will be done, He was saying He surrendered to God's will that He was going to drink of that cup, which was, you know, we, we know um, that that cup was His death, right? So, when Jesus prayed, Lord, Thy will be done in that matter, He was saying, Lord, I'm, okay, since Your will is that I die, I'm going to die. Now, the point is, a lot of times when we now pray it, we pray it in um, just just in a situation where we don't know what to do and then we just give up. But that's not what God wants. You know, in Ephesians where we read, it says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Jesus, in this situation, was not foolish when he prayed, Thy will be done. Right? He understood that the will of God was that he was going to drink of this cup. How do I know that? Because all through the scripture, Jesus kept saying that he came to die. So he understood that God's will for him at that time was to die. So, Whenever we are praying God's will to be done, we have to find out what is the will of the Lord that needs to be done. 
Now listen, after Jesus prayed this, he submitted himself to death. After Jesus prayed this, he submitted himself, you know, he submitted himself totally to dying for us. You see, now, because most of us, when we just pray, uh, uh, okay, let the Lord's will be done. We've given up on that situation. We don't even know what the Lord's will is. And that is not God's plan. God's plan at every moment in time is that he wants us to know his will. You know, I've heard that statement that um, a lot of us make, and uh, uh, the will of God is too difficult. Not, not today. Not today. The will of God, I... I hope I'll be able to go into that this week, you know, and show you how to find God's will explicitly. You can know God's will in every situation. You know, Jesus prayed in the Lord's prayer, right? In the um, in the Lord's prayer that He gave us, He said, um, "Thy Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven." That means God's plan, God's purpose, God's intent, and God's desire for us as we live in the earth is that His will will be done in the earth through our lives. That's God's plan for us. That we live our lives every day doing His will. And how are you going to do His will if you don't know it? So God wants you, God wants me to know His will. Oh, that statement right there. Because a lot of us in our head, when we just hear the will of God, we just think it's too cumbersome. Oh, no one can know it. Oh, no one can do it. No. You can know the will of God. God wants you to know. Look at it. He said, understanding what the will of the Lord is. God wants you to understand His will. God wants you to know His will. Hallelujah. You know, and I went on to, to um, oh, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I really wish that, you know, that this becomes your prayer. You know, at every moment in time when you face, you know, when you face situations as you go about your life. Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in my life. Let your will be done in the earth as it is in heaven now that's a very vital point there because god's will is what is done in the heaven you know i i read for you last week those scriptures where jesus from psalms and hebrews where jesus said you know he came as it is written in the volume of the books to do thy will O god now it is written in you you know it is written concerning you in heaven right so your life on earth has to be, you know, has to be living out that fragrance, has to be living out that blueprint of what has been, you know, of, you know, of what has been written out for you in heaven. God had a plan. God had a purpose. God had an intent. God had a desire when he created you. And that is his will for your life. So your life in the earth is supposed to be an expression of that in the earth. In the earth. Hallelujah. That should be your prayer at every moment of time. Lord, let your will be done through my life. Lord, let your will be carried out in my life as it is in heaven. You know, a lot of us today, all we are after is fame. All we are after is, is, is money, is, is what works for us. Nobody wants to think of what God's plan is. But that's, you know, but that's how to live as a Christian. A Christian, you know, a Christian is, 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 
is one who lives out the the you know the god life the the christ the the you know is an expression of the christos upon the earth it is christ living through the human body you know so so you become an expression of god you become an expression of jesus you become jesus to the world oh hallelujah how i wish this teaching would get into us you know a lot of our generation all they, all they are thinking right now is what no listen god put you here to live out his will god put you here to live out his will you know now so um last week i explained that um that there are a, a number of um of of type of wills expressed in scripture but i was going to touch on three you know and i explained the predestined will the moral will and the circumstantial will so i explained to you that um the predestined will is um is also called the sovereign will that means and i read from um daniel chapter 4 right daniel chapter 4 verse 35 you know so these are things in our lives these are things in the earth you know that are planned proposed by almighty god you know that he will do by his power and no one can stop him hallelujah now and i give an example i said the rapture you see when jesus spoke of the rapture jesus said it is set um where's that scripture um the rapture i wrote that down okay rapture uh, matthew 24 Matthew 24 verse 35 Matthew 24 verse 35 it says heaven and earth uh, this you know this is Jesus talking he said heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away right but of that day and hour knoweth no man no not the angels not the angels of heaven but my father only so you see he said you know he was talking about the rapture now he said no one knows about this but of my father now i found another um another another example of the of the predestined or sovereign will is also um the restoration of israel you know we can see that in acts chapter one acts chapter one you know um as at as at the time um jesus was in the earth you know um israel was was a captured state it was under rome you know and in acts chapter one after his ascension sorry before his ascension the disciples asked him you know when he was about to leave the earth um this question acts chapter one verse six okay Acts chapter 1 verse 6 said when they therefore were come together they asked him saying Lord will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel you see so then look at his reply and he said unto them it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father had put in his own power Jonathan, so he was saying that the restoration of Israel that they just asked about, the father had put it in his own power. God is going to do it, you know, and I said, you know, I explained to you, I said, you know, the, 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 the predestined will or the sovereign will of God are those things that God will do with his own power. 
you know he's not going to consult you you know another example is your birth when god wanted to give birth to you he did not come and consult you <laughs> you know it is predestined will it is predestined will you know people you know children are giving birth in, you know children are giving birth to in the world even the parents don't even know the parents don't even know you just found out that there's a child coming you know um you you can see that in jeremiah chapter 1 you know so god gave birth to you because of because he wanted you here hallelujah it is it is his will that you be here that is why you are here praise god so you are here you know um you are in the world today because of because god willed you you know it, it is it, you know it is a part of god's predestined will that you be in there jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 you know said um, before i formed thee in the belly i knew thee and before thou camest forth out of the womb i sanctified thee and i ordained thee a prophet unto the nation so you see he said if i formed thee in the womb i knew you so you 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 were formed in your mother's belly out of god's foreknowledge out of god's plan praise god so you were born you were formed in your mother's belly and you were born into the earth out of god's plan it is god's plan that you be in the earth today oh hallelujah you know don't lose courage don't lose hope you know because because of because because some things may not be happening ask god he brought you here you know so your birth you know your birth is is the predestined will of god then i told you of the moral will you know the moral will is um how god has planned and proposed or desired that we live our lives now i gave you some examples from the new testament last week now a very good example is the ten commandments you know thou shalt not steal thou shalt not um um that shall not cover their neighbor's wife that's you know all those all those ones are you know how god wants us to live our daily lives so the ten commandments is an example of um of the moral will then where i want to make um today wow the time has really gone i have just like eight minutes so where i really want to stay today is the circum the, the circumstantial will you know and i explained you know the circumstantial will is the plans purposes and the intents and desires of god that are outside of the control of god's hand now this will of god is um is is connected to events and actions in man's control you see they are the they are the areas of the will of god that are not spelt out in the bible now the moral and the predestined will you can find all of them written spelt out for you in the bible right like the rapture is spelled out in the Bible, the uh, the Ten Commandments is spelled out in the Bible. But for example, of the circumstances, when will you get married? For instance, right? Who will you marry? There is nowhere in the Bible where it says, uh, "Chris Agbebe, you will marry um, Joshua or whatever." It's not there in the Bible. So it's it's called the circumstantial will, right? Now there's a there's a link between the circumstantial will and the predestined will because from the foundations we know that god has planned for us but it's not spelled out it's not spelled out that means we have to find it out now so the the um how we find out the circumstantial will of god you know now rests on our on our willingness to obey god 
right on our willingness to follow his plans and his purpose on our willingness to lean upon his heart and hear his heartbeat that's the circumstantial will so how well how well we make those decisions that are in line with god's will that are not clearly written out in god's word determine on how well we we embrace his his word for us you remember i explained to you last week that the will of god is the word of god so you know you know it now goes to how far we are you know we are open to receive from god you know where for example where will you live for instance is not spelled out in the scriptures you know but as you walk with god god will reveal these things to you you know so that's the circumstantial will now one of the reasons why is linked uh, with the um, with the predestined will is that because we know that God has finished all things from the foundations of the world. So although it is finished and paid for now, uh, yeah, paid for. Like for instance, how much money will you have? Right? We know that Second um, Corinthians chapter eight verse nine. For for we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor, that we through his poverty might be made rich. We know that God has paid for our riches, right, by the blood of Jesus or by the sacrifice of Jesus. But God is not going to force us to accept it. You know, and there are decisions in our daily lives that we have to make for us to be rich. Now, if we don't make those decisions, you might be poor. But it has been paid for. It has been paid for. Can you see? That's an example. It has been paid for. So the circumstantial will are those things that God has, you know, that God has left, you know, because it depends on our decisions, on our actions, on the events of the world, on how we make, you know, on how we align to Him. How we align to Him. So, um, our circumstances are going to be in line with His will, you know, to the extent to which we we embrace His will. Is that okay? So our our circumstances, the circumstances of our lives, are going to be in line with Him, with His will, with His will, with His perfect will for us, as it is written in heaven, to the degree with which we are in sync with Him. You see, so um, like Jesus said, without me, you can do uh, without without him. We can do nothing. Right. So without Jesus, we can do nothing. So, um, the, you know, living out the will of God when it comes to these places, these circumstances that are not clearly spelled out in God's word is now going to be determined on how well we walk with him. How well we embrace his plan. How well we do his bidding. How well, you know, how well we fellowship with him. Hallelujah. It's dependent on our fellowship with Him. You know. It's dependent on our fellowship with Him. A lot of people want to know who will I marry? When will I marry? It is tied down to God. It is it is in Him. It is in fellowship that you know those things. Hallelujah. Now, um, do we still have time? Okay, I still have three minutes. Now, I told you that um this week I was going to show you how to distinguish um um the three realms of god's will you know now in that circumstantial will you know i was reading papa higgins book and he mentioned one time where in his ministry he said god told him that he was in his acceptable will not in his perfect will praise god he was doing ministry but the lord came and told him uh you are in my acceptable will not in my perfect will you know go with me to the book of romans chapter 8 
sorry, Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Uh, I'll read verse 2 and 3. I have just two minutes. Verse 2 and 3. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that perfect, what is that good, sorry, acceptable and perfect will of God. Should I read it again? Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable and perfect will of God. So from this scripture, we find that there are three realms of God's will. Now remember, I'm still explaining the circumstantial will. So these are in places where it is not really spelled out. How will you know? You will know it by not being conformed to this world. Now, a lot of people don't even know what God... Now, for instance, you want to marry, you don't even know who... How, how are you going to know where, how are you going to know when, or how are you going to know who God wants you to marry if you are so far from His will, if you are so far from His word? It is by renewing your mind to His word that you will be able to prove. Remember, he said prove. When you are going to prove something, it means, it, means, it means that there are several decisions and there are several ways that you could go. But you have to prove what is true. So to prove, to prove, to prove, you have to renew your mind. Hallelujah. You have to renew your mind. You have to, re you have to be renewed in your mind. You have to think as God thinks. Remember, he said that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. You know, so you have to renew your mind to God's thinking, to God's ways, to be able to know what is His good, acceptable, and perfect will. So, in this scripture, it gives us three realms of God's will. Now, I'm going to continue from here next week, and I'm going to explain how, in every circumstance, you can know what is the good, acceptable, and now choose the perfect will of God. Thank you very much. See you next week.